This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Listen to AMI-audio right from your TV. Rogers Mountain customers, guys, look for us on Channel 889. And uh, Novus, you guys over there, your customers can listen to us, of course, as well, on uh, Channel 889. Visit AMI.ca slash audio for a list of channel locations in your area. Kelly McDonald here with Ramya Muthan. Let's get into some fun audiobook conversations as we do every Friday with Ryan Huey. Who knew an entire library could fit inside your pocket? My name is Ryan Hui, this is The Chatty Bookshelf, and we talk all things audiobooks. Are you having a fabulous Friday, Ryan? Hey guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm always having a fabulous Friday, and this is my kind of weather. Coffee drinking weather. Mm. Oh, it's true. Um, Notice he didn't say book reading. I know, wait, I said true, and then I stopped, because I was like, that doesn't sound right. (laughs) It was coffee. (laughs) Any kind of weather is book reading weather. Oh, okay, good we comment. got out of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, would this be if you were off on a Friday afternoon where you would just have the window open or would you actually venture? Is it too chilly for you to venture out to the backyard and stretch out? What do you mean be off on a Friday afternoon? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, I was yeah, just going to say. Know, no, I, I, I think it would be more of a balcony situation. Yeah, but uh, um, you know what? With Joe now, I think I might be able to venture off and, and find a park bench somewhere if, nice. as long as he doesn't want to eat grass. <laughs> can't promise any of that do i was just you, gonna say what are the chances of that do you not drink coffee during the summer if it's too hot i do but uh see what i've learned to do is actually brew like seven cups of coffee and put it in a pitcher and just put it in the fridge and then Ice i make coffee. my own cold brew yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah it's not the same as cold brew just an fyi but you know we're not gonna get into a coffee uh lecture right now so <laughs> let's get into there's not it. enough sugar i would there's imagine for you is that the different where rye and i are no, okay cold brew with... is brewing it cold but brewing it hot and then putting it in the fridge why is it is not the coffee. same well i'll have to figure that one out i'll have to think on that that's what i said maybe not, i can no time that. no time <laughs> yeah no time maybe right rye we'll figure that out already right? eaten up a minute trying to explain this part see yeah rye okay. and they're fine <laughs> so <laughs> what are we talking about today rye some fun stuff on mm. the docket Yeah, this is really cool. So um, I found this story and actually there's been some more information released uh, just uh, uh, yesterday, to be honest, um, about it. But um, our friends at Calibre Audio are doing something that's really, really cool. They're hosting an audio garden party. And it's not kind of what you think, but it is kind of what you think. And um, it's just amazing because uh, it's to kind of honor all of their their narrators and their volunteers. And what's coming out of this is they're making an audio thank you card. And the new information on this is it's actually going to be a little bit longer than anticipated. It's not just an audio. Hey, thanks, guys, for doing mm-hmm. all you do for us in 2022. They're doing the top five lines that have been chosen by the narrators, including um, some of the books uh, included from some of the books that they've narrated and they produced this year. So I think that's the part that really gets me. I think that's really, really cool that they're doing this and they're giving a copy to everybody in attendance, which is even cooler. Mm. Wow. Wow. How will how will this kind of happen and lay out? When is it? So it's actually uh, coming up next week. Uh, mm-hmm. And what's going on is uh, if you are a Caliber Audio, I guess we'll call them subscribers, there was a select few kind of, we're going to call them tickets, 
hand it out to people like you, you or I that don't actually work or volunteer for Caliber Audio, and you're you are allowed to attend virtually. So this is happening in person at the Caliber Audio Studios, but also um, it's happening virtually. So there's kind of a, it's a hybrid event. And they're having people from all over kind of attend volunteers so you don't have to kind of fly in and, and do that piece. But uh, everybody that's in attendance is getting this this e-card, uh, this, this audio card, which is really, really cool. Because if you're one of the random people that are just like a subscriber, like how cool is that to be like, hey, look, mm-hmm. I got this for, for yeah. winning this, uh, the, this, this trip there or the, you know, the, the ticket in. And I think that I wish I was one of them, which I'm unfortunately not. But I did enter just I think it was a little late. And uh, they're they're going to go on and, and do that, and it's it's sounding really really great. So it's not a big guest list. No. So um, as far as they said, they're they're doing it for their. I think it was sixty eight volunteers, and I'm not even sure how many narrators. So uh, let's say give or take one hundred and twenty people, mm-hmm. uh, if if my if my guessing is correct. But I can't say for sure, right? So I don't want to report to you guys wrong numbers when it's like, hey, it's six hundred people. But <laughs> I don't think it actually is. I think it's qu- a quite a low number. So it should be a pretty cool. And an intimate event. Mm-hmm. How important do you feel? Um, and what what do you think this will have going around? Other you know, other companies saying, "Hey, that that's kind of an appreciated thing." I mean, this is a different kind of appreciation than what we would generally see. But how important is this? Do you think, especially to to thank these people at this time post pandemic, or or just for all the work that people have to do? To me, this is the most important, uh, you know, working for the CNIB, working with a lot of volunteers. Um, they're the, the bloodline of, of our organization and a lot of people that work in the not-for-profit will tell you that. So a thank you goes a long way. And then when you can make it memorable, that's even better, right? You know, everybody loves a thank you card or like, oh, here's a gift card, you know, something like that. But I don't want to say that's the easy way out, but that's low-hanging fruit, right? To do something like this, I think, takes something really special, some planning, and people will remember it. They'll appreciate the gesture a little bit more because, you know, they're donating their time mm-hmm. to, for your organization to, to in this case, to, to help produce audiobooks, right? So uh, they must love it, uh, and they must love the organization that they're doing it for. So I think this is a, a really cool kind of kickback and a nice gesture, and I would love to see more organizations and, and more I mean, whether it's audiobooks, whether it's the CNIB, whether it's anywhere, right, a not-for-profit, I think that that would be really great for, for people to kind of take this and, and do it that way because it's it's something that is, is simple. Um, it, it's it's yeah, The thank you is there, and it's not something that you have to sort of mail out and, and wait for kind of thing. It's here you go, email it, or, or however you want to communicate it to people, and, yeah. and you got it, and it's yours forever kind of thing. Audience is nice, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's really wonderful that like you're saying it could be delivered quickly um and uh, but it still feels very intimate it feels uh like an authentic personalized version of a thank you note because you know especially for this group of people right audiobook narrators as well as volunteers um i don't know if underappreciated is the word but it really is not as widely recognized as authors and publishers right the other side of putting these things together so it's kind of nice too that they kept it small as small as we assume it's going to be um considering that everyone can probably chat get to know um, the the hybrid part of it i'm curious about um but, you know, have some some type of meaningful interactions. Mm. I think people forget the volunteerism because we, we hear the narrator. 
And, you know, there are so many people. Yeah. And there's so many other areas that these volunteers, Ryan, I'm assuming are, are helping out, are doing, um, are making things possible, are editing, are, there's, there's just so many jobs. The branding, the promoting Mm -hmm. of audiobooks. I feel like the, the reasons why audiobooks are as big as they are now and even ebooks, but just, you know, all these kind of things, uh, is off the backs of volunteers. Yeah. Social media, websites. You're absolutely right. Yeah. No, and I, that's that's why I kind of like it too, right? And I, I would love to see it even taken one step further, and this is maybe just me, but uh, I would love to see if there's a way to like personalize it, right? Like So everyone's not getting the same one, but I don't know, maybe you can group personalize it. Hey, you guys were the special guests that, air quotes, won the contest, so here's your thank you, as opposed to, hey, you're a narrator, this thank you, and oh, hey, you're a volunteer, well, thank you. Maybe there's like a group one instead of individual, hey, Annie, thank you for this, and you know, hey, Roger, thank you for that. Um, I think that would take a crazy amount of time, uh, especially um, if you're working for a big organization. But even like the the, the group ones, I think that that'd be kind of cool to see how you you know, hey, this is what I did for them this year, and um, this is the thank you I got. So I think that's kind of a really big piece that 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 should go a long way with it too. Well, as I said, I like the audience, and the reason I like it is because I think people, for one, you have the people you know are there, um, but also they get to hear what these volunteers are doing. They get to take the word mm-hmm. forward to us who may not have been there, but you know, well, what do you mean? What volunteers? What, what, you know, a lot of people have no concept. We just don't know. And what do these people do? And wow, wow. To understand the scope of how it's being made possible for us to get our books. No, you're right. And uh, the, I, I love what uh, Rami had brought up just a couple of minutes ago about, you know, you don't really, you don't see the glitz and glamour, but like these people are ultimately so, so important to um, the, the production of an audiobook, whether it's through marketing, whether it's through mm. whatever they're doing, you know, the, there's no small job in the production of, of something of this quality to get it out to, to fans and, and the people that appreciate it. Yeah, and the overall message here is, right, we all play a tiny little role. You know, I was talking about it here, you uh, engaging all over social, putting in the application to want to be um, invited to this, uh, and just everybody. Like, if we go on Twitter and see the amount of interaction engagement there is about audiobooks, mm-hmm. we're all playing that role, and that's the, no one's getting paid for that. That's just because we love it. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll continue to do it just for that reason. Exactly. Um, what about you were saying about the lines and stuff like that? Uh, do you want to say anything else? With it? Cause, like, maybe example, anything you've, you've heard of seen um, when they're they're voting on their favorite from this year lines that 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 have come through through the books as anything just to give us some kind of uh, more background on that, right? I have so many questions myself about that, um, but too much too much uh, information hasn't been released because I think they want to keep that special to the people sure. receiving receiving the thank you, and I think that's where um, we're going to have to hope somebody maybe posts it to YouTube or, or something like that where we can actually hear, which I'm sure will happen. But yeah, as far as I know, it's going to be five of the best lines from different uh, the five most popular books that they've released this year uh, in audio form. So it could be just, a, you know, an open, I'm sure they're not going to give away like the, the big aha moment line in, in each book, but I think that there's going to be some pretty big ones. And I think that that's going to kind of uh, really be the icing on the cake for, for some of the volunteers to, to hear that and say, Hey, I was a part of making that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's these kind of beginnings, right? The first event of this sort or the first time that happened and this initiative, et cetera, et cetera. I always, uh, you feel special when you're part of that. And 
to see how it'll grow next year or the year after that. Yeah. Um, for example, the Audi Awards, right? When mm, Audible started sure. that. Yeah. I know. and But when it started, you know, nobody knew about it. But a couple no. years later, it's like this huge thing. The Narrator Hall of Fame, all these kind of um, wonderful initiatives as we know them now started somewhere. Well, and... There were so many narrators back in the day and people recording and people getting books of made available for print-restricted people that will never, ever get that kind of salute that they should get, that they were deserving of then. So I love to see an event like this because it's kind of correcting what was not meant to be a slight, but definitely now saying, oh, man, this is valuable. This is something to recognize and all audiobook readers are going to be really interested in this and also very grateful. No, and I'd love to see the audience go back and do something for those narrators back in the day that didn't get the notoriety that they are now, yeah. right? You know, oh, and by the way, this guy, you know, um, uh, released 45 audiobooks in the 1990s kind of thing or, or when, whenever kind of. So I, th- I think that would be really cool for them to kind of go back and do some throwback stuff like that. Amazing. Right. This is so fun. I know you didn't get invited, but thanks for trying. And hopefully you can find some information out anyways to keep us posted on how it went for the attention. Yeah, maybe and, next year. Yeah, yeah, Maybe you'll still sneak in somehow. Maybe it'll be mm. last minute. We still have some rush space, Ryan. Oh. <laughs> wow. Sounds you give like me it. too much credit, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that means, no, I've given up trying. Now I'm just going to wait for whatever tweets I come know, out. I know, right? Uh. <laughs> But you did excite me, Kels. Yeah, I, I really thought I worked he was up get myself. It. I was hoping he'd say, "Yeah, yeah." Let me go try again. Okay, <laughs> right. Talk to you later. Have a good weekend, guys. Ryan Huey, I swear he's rolling his eyes at us. Ryan Huey joins <laughs> us is. on the Jenny <laughs> Bookshelf once a week to talk about books. Mood for that? You're ruining my nice Honestly. temperature day. I think I'll go <laughs> read on the balcony. Coming up next, folks, Grant Hardy returns to the program as we revisit and weigh in on conversations from the past week. Folks, it's Cut for Time in two minutes. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.